This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's 99.9 KISW Metal Shop here. We're actually hanging out while the show is going on. If you hear background music, that's Exhumed. And they're playing right now a huge tour right now. It's Exhumed, Necrot, Gate Creeper, Judiciary, uh, like a, a lot of different kind of subgenres of, of heavy music represented. And I'm talking to a dude from Necrot known as Chad Gailey. That is his name. Uh, do you have a nickname? Do you have like a brutal metal nickname? Uh, <laughs> Come up with one. Oh, What's your man. brutal metal uh, nickname, man? I don't, I don't know, man. I, I haven't I haven't been graced with one yet. <laughs> One day. One All right. day. All right, one day. Yeah. If, if anyone's listening, you got to come up with a nickname for Chad Gailey. And we're hoping someone's listening. Uh, so first off, welcome to the Northwest. What's it like being on tour during Thanksgiving? How did you celebrate? Uh, well, yesterday we actually rented uh, an Airbnb with Exhumed. Nice. And we had a Friendsgiving with them. A Friendsgiving, cool. Yeah, it was amazing. We cooked a ton of food. We had an amazing lasagna and mac and cheese, and there's a huge turkey. Really? I mean, it was. It was probably one of the best Thanksgivings I've ever had. That's and, awesome. Uh, it was it was really nice. It wasn't to spend like the it. traditional Thanksgiving food, but it was it was up to par. Like oh yeah, yeah. I mean, good it, Italian there, food. You know, there was a there was a bunch of other stuff. There was you know stuffing and there was hors d'oeuvres and appetizers yeah. and stuff. There, so I who mean, did the cooking? Uh, our driver and uh, Luca, the bassist. So Rika is our driver, and then Luca plays bass and sings in Necrot. They yeah. both did the cooking. Yeah, and then you know everybody helped throughout you know whether it was prepping yeah. or cleaning or setting up yeah uh, so it was like it was a group effort that's so awesome cool. man. Yeah, yeah it was very, very cool fun. and that was in seattle uh it was in bothell okay cool yeah, nice. so i mean kind of the suburbs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice yeah, yeah. Sub- <laughs> suburban thanksgiving <laughs> with uh necrot and exhume that's awesome yeah, man so really nice. uh okay so i gotta ask you man um full of hell today had all of their gear stolen their fan everything stolen now you're from oakland i've heard horror stories about oakland Whenever bands go through, I've heard like four or five bands talk about how sketchy and how they've gotten their stuff stolen from Oakland. Have you ever experienced this? Well, it happened to us uh, a few years ago, I think, uh, with Luca's van. Uh, he lives in East Oakland. It got stolen. It was gone for about a month, I feel like. Okay. And then Jesus, the police recovered it at another spot in East Oakland, and he was able to get it back. But luckily, nothing was, you know, damaged. It too wasn't much. like a hollowed out shell of a no, van. <laughs> it was still together. Somebody was using it for work. Jesus. But I mean, it happens pretty yeah, often. Yeah. What's up with Oakland, man? What's what's uh, is it just a grimy place? Well, no. It's just people see a van full of expensive gear, and why not? You of know, course, you yeah. Back Packs, so you leave 
expensive stuff out in the open, yeah. people will break the window and grab it. When I live in Oakland, I mean, I I keep everything hidden or out of sight. Like, it goes in the trunk or it comes with me. I never leave anything in the car because people, if they see anything, even yeah. if it's like a bottle of water, it's like you never know yeah. what this person is going through. They will smash oh, yeah. the window. It's going to, so, all it is, it just catches their eye real quick and they see something. Mm-hmm. It'd be a bad pack of cigarettes. They'll yeah, still break into yeah, your car. But that's the thing. It's like anywhere. It doesn't have to be just Oakland. This happens all across the country every day. Oh, yeah. Just you have to be vigilant and you have to know and be self-aware of what's going on. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's better to just keep everything out of sight. And, you know, if you're unfortunate enough for it to happen, it happens. But with Full of Hell, I mean, they've been touring for years and this is the first time that they said this has happened. And it really sucks because they just started to like a giant tour with cattle decapitation, atheists. And now they have to drop off because they literally cannot continue. And it's amazing that they've had so much support in the last you know 12 hours of the GoFundMe coming up they reached their goal yeah and and then some and it's amazing that that happened it just shows you people really support bands it's true yeah when they're in that time of need and I mean I even reposted it on my Instagram just donate if you can yeah and people have so it's really cool to see everybody reaching out and supporting them yeah man it shows that there's people out there that are passionate and they they do care and and, and they've been in the same situation and they know how much it sucks Sucks balls. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, let's uh, kind of go from there. Tell me, uh, growing up, like, do, are you originally from Oakland? No, I'm from okay. San Jose, California. It's a suburb outside of Oakland, an hour or so away. Yeah. Um, I was. I grew up there. Did you and, grow up going to metal shows and stuff? Well, I mean, when I was younger, I would go to punk shows because that's. I mean, I went to both because yeah. in San Jose, the scene was kind of small. So you went to whatever shows were going on. Oh, of course, and yeah. And a lot of venues didn't really stick around for a long time, so it was cool when you actually got to go see a show with friends. I mean, I didn't start going to shows till I was about, like, 14 or, like, punk, underground punk and metal shows. I was, like, 14 or yep. 15 when I started going to those. And it was cool because I got to see a lot of bands, and I'm, I still know a lot of these people today That's just awesome. from going to those shows. And then, you know... I'm super immersed in it now, especially in Oakland, um, just because that's where, like, all my bands were playing and that's where all the shows were happening. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's just that's the way that it happens sometimes. You know, not not where you're born. The, you know, where you're born, it might not be as, as fruitful as somewhere else. So sometimes you have to venture out of your comfort zone or, or out of your own town Absolutely, to make man. things happen. So. And you've been doing it, man. You're in a, a number of bands here, and we'll get to that in a second. But a, a question I have for you, and, uh, you know, uh, it, it might not strike gold here with the question because you're a drummer and you might not be the most visible person up front. So it might not provide as many embarrassing stories. But do you have any embarrassing stories on stage? Did you, do you ever forget a song? you ever uh, fl- make a flub early on or even yeah. uh, recently? Do you have any embarrassing stories? I mean, as you know, whenever you mess up, that's embarrassing. But sure. the, most of the time, nobody even notices okay. that you mess up. You just got to keep going. Yeah, and, uh, just make it look natural. Yeah, I think the, the most embarrassing stage moment I've had was in, like, 2011. Uh, I got, like, too up smoked too much weed <laughs> drank this mad dog 2020 uh-oh that's always a bad time yeah and i just well good time but it was can it was provide bad too times. too intense and i i was like i think i was like 18 or 19 or something yeah. and yeah it just me up good so i think that's like my real 
embarrassing story, but sure. it's not even that embarrassing because nobody even remembers that show. Yeah. And you, hey, except, all you have to say is, us. sorry, dude, I was... Yeah, I mean, multiple members of the band were f***ed up, so yeah. it's cool. You party. <laughs> uh, so, uh, obviously, you're in Necrot. You guys raged tonight, um, but you're also in a, in a band called Vast and just put out a killer record Thank uh, you. on 20 bucks Spin. And uh, how many other projects are you involved in? It seems like I looked at your Encyclopedia Metalum. I've obviously mm-hmm. had to do a little research. Yep. Seems like you're involved in a lot of projects. How many are you currently in right now? Well, right now, the three most active projects are Necrot, Vastum and Mortuous. Um, other than that, I'll do session work or I'll play live with bands. It just really depends on if people ask me to do stuff. Yeah. Um, I've been pretty active for the last like eight years or so with bands, just being in multiple bands at one time and staying busy. So it's what Is this I've your been full time thing. Pretty or, much, yeah. yeah pretty that's much awesome. Now. <laughs> so. Uh, I just keep busy with that, and uh, between those three bands that I just mentioned, that's what keeps all my time occupied. And wow. with Necrot, I'm always gone on you tour. You guys are tour road dogs. Yes, we've been on tour pretty much the last three months. So how do you even have time to like write a Vastum record? Well, we did it in between everything. Okay. I rejoined Vastum yeah. in 2017, no, yeah. 2018. Oh, okay. See so you're out of it for a little at while. At the very end of yeah, like I was I was in Vastum from 2013 to 2014. Okay. And then I I got kicked out, but that's for a whole other that's a whole other story. That sure. doesn't it's not even important. Yeah. Um that's last for the, that's year, for round 2 of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> May, possibly. It's such a what it doesn't even matter. No Anyways, drama, no yeah, drama. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, not at all. Sounds good. Um What is it? I uh, I rejoined last year. We started writing a new album with with it was me and Shelby and Layla that were like really starting it just yeah. because it was they already had songs written and they needed somebody to do drums and everybody that they'd asked was just not available or not getting back to them or just too busy. Yeah. So I was able to make it happen right before I left for Europe with Necrot. That's and then awesome. when I got back, we did a bunch of writing and more recording and demos. And then all of this year, like right before the Decibel Tour, we did demos of all the songs. I got back from Decibel Tour. We like practiced a whole bunch. And then we recorded in June and July and had it finished by the end of July and in Dave's from 20 Bucks Spin's hands by the first week of August. And that's how I was able to get out so quick. Yeah. It's just like persistent work yeah. between all Filling of your us. schedule. Pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Packed, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but it, it paid off and like people really like it, which I'm stoked on because I was like pretty nervous. Yeah. Myself, it's like it's the first Vastum record I'm on and it has to like stand up to all the other ones. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be the... You know, the, the person that's like, yeah. yeah, that when they got liar. that dumbass drummer, he fed up the, he fed it up. Yeah, what like, the hell was that? Yeah. Why'd they rehire that guy? Yeah, thankfully, thankfully it all worked out, and and everybody's been pretty positive about it. So I'm stoked that. So what inspired you to play drums? Um, so I tried playing guitar first, and as soon as I, and as soon as I started, it just wasn't panning out. And then for some reason or another, I just wanted to play drums. I just tried it, and then it just clicked. And as soon as I was doing that, like, I was, like, listening to records and playing along to them. Yeah. Like, I didn't even have a drum set for, like, two years. Wow. Until I was, like, 
you know, actually like progressing. Nice. So it was, it was like, you know, it was all uh, building up to that. Um, I would just listen to bands that I liked and try to play along. And then I also took lessons for a little bit. Oh, very cool. And tried to emulate what I wanted to play. It so so yeah, basically just listening to punk, I guess, or just wanting to play an instrument yeah. inspired me to play drums. Pretty so. DIY, right? Yes, yes. That's awesome, man. Um, so, so Blood Offerings came out in 2017. Uh, mm. Anything you can uh, kind of tease us about some new some new Necrot, or is there anything coming down the pipeline? Well, we're about to record our, our second album yeah. uh, in January. We were recording for a month straight at Earhammer, the same place that we recorded the last album Hell yeah. with Greg Wilkinson. Uh, he's, you know, he's recorded Necrod and all my related projects for the last like eight years or so. So it's it's awesome when getting to work with him again. Um, we have seven songs. We're gonna re-record a demo track. That's awesome. And it should be out by the summer if all goes according to plan. So we'll see. That's that's basically all I can get or I can tease you with. And then uh, also Marald Van Hastren is doing the album artwork. Who is? Uh, Merald or Merald Van Hasteren. Nice. Yeah, the guy who did Blood Offerings cover. Okay, you got He's him back. Doing, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, He's man. really stoked. That's awesome, dude. Well, uh, all right, man. We're going to let you go. It's getting weird up in here. So uh, we got, of, of course, Chad Gailey from Necrod. Uh, any final words for the Northwest, man? Uh, thank you for doing the interview with me and... Thank you for coming to the show and supporting Necro. Oh, absolutely, and all man. The bands. And check out Necro, check them fast and, and Mortuous. Yes. Mortuous. Thanks, dude. Thank you. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.